overall, I just learned a lot about myself and like the personality flaws that I learned that I had in the retreat, I don't have any more coming out of it. Like I learned a lot about myself and a lot about how to treat other people. You are listening to Plant Strength Radio. Each week, remarkable stories of plant-based healing, mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, and activism. As told by those with the expressed desire to affect lasting change in our world. Real people, real experiences. Your host, Bobby Lynch. What's up, guys, and welcome to Plant Strength Radio. I'm your host, Bobby Lynch. And on today's show, we have bonus episode 11 for season one, featuring the one and only Francesca Farrago. Most of you may know Francesca as Frankie from Netflix's new show, Too Hot to Handle. But she's also a full-time model, as well as the owner and founder of the vegan swimwear brand, Farago the Label. Welcome, Frankie. Francesca, what should you like me to call you? Uh, Frankie's good. Frankie? Okay, well, welcome, Frankie. I'm super excited to have you on right now. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I so I watched the show, number one. It was awesome. Um, I pretty much binge watched it all the way through. I had to yeah. like control myself and yeah. split it into two nights. Um, but as soon as like, you know, there was kind of some vegan plugs in there, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And once I actually mm-hmm. found out you were legit vegan, I was like, oh my God. Yes. I definitely have to reach out <laughs> and get her on. I know, totally. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself, like regarding veganism. How long have you been vegan for? Um, so I've been vegan for about six years. Um, wow. Yeah, right when I decided to do it, I just basically made the switch overnight and I never looked back. And I think it was like the best decision I've ever made probably in my entire life. So I couldn't even imagine living any other way. I feel, I know, I, I feel the exact same way. Like I say that yeah. all the time, definitely going vegan was one of the best decisions I made. Mm-hmm. I personally didn't make the switch overnight, so I definitely commend you for that. I had to like take my time getting there. Take your time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like what inspired you to make that switch? Um, I was traveling a lot and I was in a lot of countries that didn't have the best like, I guess, food resources around and I was in Thailand and I, we were eating these chicken burgers. This was ages ago and there was no chickens around. Like there was only like cats and dogs. So I was like, and the meat itself was very weird looking and it kind of made everyone sick. So in my head, I'm like, this is not chicken. This is another animal. And it really, really did not sit well with me. And I was just like, I remember thinking even growing up, like I was the one who never wanted to eat the hamburgers. I never wanted to eat the fish. I didn't like the eggs. It just kind of didn't sit well that it came from an animal and I'm like okay we have dogs and we wouldn't eat the dogs so why would we eat this other animal like I was always like that growing up so when I decided to make the switch it was in Thailand and I was just like I'm done like if I can't eat a cow or a dog or sorry a cat or a dog like why would I eat another animal yeah Yeah, exactly it's the same thing it was the same thing in my mind so that's when I decided to make the switch and when I got home I started watching documentaries cowspiracy had just came out so that was the first one i watched and then when i realized obviously five years ago i had no idea the environmental impact of the animal agriculture business so that like slapped me in the face and i was like oh my god like there was this whole world that i just opened myself up to and i was like i you can't go back after you learn all that stuff like it was just like the easiest decision for me to like that was going to be the way i was going to live my life 
that's so cool no it's yeah yeah, it's like i i feel like the exact same way it's pretty much just like once i was open up to that cowspiracy was the second one i saw the first one i saw was what the health um yeah and and then once i mean once i saw those and i started seeing more and more i was like wow i just can't believe i've been blinded to all of this it's so blinded so blinded like literally like once your eyes are open you can't shut them again you know like you obviously feel the same way so yeah yeah exactly and it's just crazy to think like what we grew up believing was healthy to eat yeah and what is normal and and then it's just like once you actually see the process of what goes into it you're like wow like i would how can i even like i I have a hard time even watching the process of Mm -hmm. what like how this food is getting on my plate yeah maybe i shouldn't be even eating this Mm-hmm. to begin with so no yeah. I mean that's so that's like so awesome I mean you've been vegan for a lot longer than I have I'm coming up on my like two-year anniversary uh you that's know, still amazing summer. though that's still amazing yeah yeah thank you so I mean I mean it's be like two years fully vegan and I like as I said I went I went um I went vegetarian before I went vegan I was vegetarian mm-hmm. for about like eight months and then and then once I just like it's like, all right, this is it. I can't do this anymore. Like, I, you know, yeah. I really realized everything that was going on, but mm-hmm. you know, it just, it just really made the biggest, it's made the biggest difference in my life. And I see yeah. how much of a biggest, like a big difference it makes in everyone's lives around me as well. So like, what yeah. was it like being vegan though on the show? Cause you guys were away and away at a retreat for yeah. like a whole month, right? Yeah, honestly, going into it, they were asking me my food preferences, and I was just like, "Oh, just give me some avocados, and I'm fine." Like, <laughs> I thought, I thought going in, we were gonna have a kitchen, and we were gonna have to cook for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that we were gonna have a private chef cooking us breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I obviously had no idea. So, being vegan there was Im- amazing. It was insane that the chef cooked me vegan pancakes every morning for lunch everything he cooked for them he would make me a vegan alternative so he made me vegan lasagna vegan beet wellington like vegan pizza he was he got this vegan cheese and vegan meat i didn't even know they had that there like he hooked it up and it was honestly probably one of the best food like i had in my life like i was sad to leave i'm like no i missed the food like it was so good they made it like really really easy for me and it helped because I think one of the reasons I bonded with Haley initially right off the bat was because she was vegetarian. So mm. I was like, I like you even more now. Like <laughs> right? I already liked you. But now that I know you don't eat meat, I'm like, now we're just bonded. You know? It's like an instant bond every time I meet yeah. someone. If you tell me you're vegan, we're, we're best friends right Oh, we're, we're best friends for sure. <laughs> like you could be like kind of shitty, but if you're vegan, like, come on. Like, don't even like, care anymore at that point. It's just yeah. like, yeah. No, that's so, that's so cool. So what like, what was it like though? Um, just the whole show in general. Tell us a little bit about a, bit, a little bit about the whole experience. Um, it was definitely kind of life changing in regards to like things you learn about your personality and things you learn about how you react with people and living in a house with ten people with no cell phones, no technology. You're really forced to like deal with your issues and your consequences to your actions head on. So it really gives you an understanding for not only the way you are, but the way that other people are and how to treat different situations and act certain ways. You know what I mean? So it really just overall, I just learned a lot about myself and like the personality flaws that I learned that I had in the retreat. I don't have any more coming out of it. Like I learned a lot about myself and a lot about how to treat other people and stuff like that it's kind of hard to explain but it was very it was like a growing experience to say the least 
No, I totally, I totally connect with you on that because, you know, Plant Strength Radio and just like Plant Strength Performance, the company in general, yes, we are a plant-based company, but that is what we are about is, is really learning and growing about you, you know, from the inside out, because that change, no matter what it is, whatever you're trying to do in your life, change has to come from within. And until mm-hmm. you can actually look within and recognize, hey, there's a problem, you know, or there's something that I could be better with, you, you know, you really can't ever make that change. So like, if it, I love like hearing that. So what specifically, though, if you would like to share, what is something that you really felt that you grew in, like a specific area where you came out of the show better, better with? Um, I think it would be kind of like female relationships. I think growing up, I had a harder time in general having like deeper connections with girls because it was just harder for me to like make friends and being in the retreat, I didn't necessarily realize, like I kind of just, live my life the way I wanted to live it. And I didn't think about how my actions affected other people. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause I, you're really forced to deal with everything that you're doing head on. You, there's no right. escaping. I couldn't leave the, if I did something to make people mad, I couldn't leave the retreat and never talk to them again. I really had to face it and apologize for what I was doing and own it. So I think that would be the biggest lesson is just to like really realize that female relationships are a lot more important than I thought. And I need to consider I need to double think before I do anything because things that I do really do affect other people more than I thought they did. Right. Right. If that makes sense. No, 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 no. That totally makes sense. And I love that because it's like, I always like to, to talk from that lens in really trying to understand other people's perspectives because you Mm -hmm. never really know, like, you know, and no matter what the problem is or what the type of relationship that you have, it always like it takes two people to make a relationship, whether it's mm-hmm. romantic, a friendship, family, professional, but it also takes two people to break it. And if there's a mm-hmm. problem, even if 99% is the other person's fault, there is some way that you contributed mm-hmm. to that. And if mm-hmm. you like can understand that person's perspective yeah. and then understand how you contributed to that problem and you just come together and communicate, 100%. It makes it just makes things so, so yeah. much better. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, and that that definitely was why that show in particular was one of my favorite ones. Because, like, you know, it's cool watching the dating shows. But, yeah. you know, I mean, the drama, it's just, like, it gets old. But what was nice about this one is, yeah, of course, there was, like, a little drama. That's, like, that's not, that's mm-hmm. inevitable. But everyone was really just trying to grow. Invest yes. themselves in the process, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love how you say process. I say process. Oh, say so process. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's just so, 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 so different. Um, but yeah, kind of back to veganism, though. You know, but what is your typical daily diet like? Uh, not at the show, of course. I know you missed that show. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on the day. I try to mix it up. I follow a lot of vegan, like, pages on Instagram and I always look at their stories and I'll get like super inspired and I'll copy the meals but I really like avocado toast and like vegan vegan BLTs are like my go-to for breakfast like I'm the type of person I think my body needs carbs so when I eat less carbs I feel worse so Mm. I'm super big on eating like I don't cap my carbs like I can eat I wouldn't, but I could eat pasta for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I would feel great. You know, I'm, I love, I think they're very important to my diet, specifically. I think everyone's diet as well, but 
So BLT or like avocado toast for breakfast. And then like me and my roommate like to make bowls. So mm. we'll usually take honestly anything we have in the fridge and throw it in a bowl. And I don't know what we do, but it turns into like this masterpiece. And it's yes. always so delicious. And you can never really order it in. Like if we wanted to order lunch, it's always better when we make it ourselves. Totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then for dinner, like we usually buy like pizza crust and we'll make pizza or pasta or like lasagna. I'm a big lasagna person now. Like I learned how to make a really bomb vegan lasagna. So I've been like mm. really big on that. But that sounds amazing. Like, yeah. No, I, no, I, I totally, so like the bowls, I call them Buddha bowls. That's what I love yeah, to call them. Yeah, yeah, that's what my roommate calls them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Buddha bowls. I literally have like a whole Buddha bowl blueprint in my book on how to just like make a masterpiece Buddha bowl because that's like the best, yeah. that's the best way to do it. It's, it's all your favorite things in one bowl. Exactly. And it's just like, like so satisfying, yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, what can get better than that? Like, you have literally all your favorite foods in, in like one spot. Yeah. And it's so cool because you can just like, mix and match different flavors like even if you do the same exact bowl just change up the sauce or the seasonings yeah. and it like creates a whole new experience yeah like some people think being can be boring like that's like the stigma but it literally i think cooking chicken and steak the same way every night is boring like the things that we can make being vegan are so much more creative and you really have to like try different things and you learn about all these state flavor combos that you never would have thought of before so i love i love it no, like, I mean, yeah. exactly. Like, if you think about it, there's like five main meats, chicken, steak, turkey, pork, and fish, right? I know, I don't, I know, I, I hate talking about all of them. But then when you think of vegetables, there's like over 300 different types of fruits and vegetables. Mm. And you just need all of that. You just need all of that. And there's so many different diet. vegan cheeses now, like yes. all these vegan meats, like, Five years ago when I was, when I started, I had tofu and like a veggie ground that tasted like dog food that I would try to make taste good, but it was, wasn't the best and vegetables. Like now there's everything you could ever want on the, on a, uh, a normal diet or a non-diet diet, yeah, yeah. you can get on a plant-based diet. But like, honestly, I think it tastes better. Like vegan chicken nuggets oh are, God, the best, are the best, I can put <laughs> yeah. all vegan chicken nuggets. <laughs> no, for real, for real. So good. I, I know. And it's like, I think it's just so funny because, you know, it's like, even myself, when I was first told about veganism, it was actually the co-founder, uh, uh, you know, one of the uh, co-founders in my company, Marcus, his aunt has been vegan for, I think, like 12 years. And like, we grew up childhood friends. And I remember, I think when I was about like, I don't know, 14 years old, when he was like, yeah, my aunt's vegan. And I was like, vegan? What does she even eat? Lettuce? Like yeah. lettuce? lettuce. And, yeah. And you just, it's just, it's just so funny because like, I feel like people understand vegetarianism mm-hmm. really well. Oh, you just don't eat meat. But then when it's, it's like, when you say vegan, it's just like a, yeah, it's like, what? Even like, people what now, like people still ask me like, oh, so you don't eat cheese. I'm like, it's 2020. You should know what a vegan is. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> I don't need anything that comes from an animal. Honey, no. I don't need honey. Eggs, no. I don't need eggs. Like, it's not. It's not that complicated. I just eat vegetables and vegan chicken nuggets. Like, <laughs> like it's totally. The, it's the best life. And like, the, like, like you said, there's literally a vegan alternative for every dish, like food, meal, ingredient, like mm-hmm. anything you can it's think vegan of. Vegan eggs now. Vegan eggs. You can make vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's like, oh, there's almost no excuse. And even if you don't want to use the egg replacement, do a tofu scramble. Tofu scrambles are the best. Little nutritional yeast, a little yeah. turmeric, oh. you know, some mm-hmm. salt and pepper, add in yes. some veggies, cook it up like you normally would eggs. And oh, I mean, a little coconut aminos. 
I Ooh, love the coconut. You're making me aminos. hungry. I put <laughs> coconut aminos on almost everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I just, I just like, I swear, I've, I've become personally even more of a foodie since becoming vegan because I'm yeah. forced, you know, because we're forced to just try new things mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have otherwise thought of like growing up yeah. it was the standard meat potato vegetable meal that's so yeah. boring and now yeah. it's like going out to restaurants and I'm always looking for places that have vegan menus or are fully vegan that I would have never even thought of going to and it's like mm-hmm. the flavor is just like out of this world yeah and, and it's like, good for the environment it's good for your health it's like it's, an overall win 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 it's like so. it's like literally there's no like way to lose on a vegan diet Ex- no exactly mm-hmm. and and um yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, and then how you feel too, even if you eat like a really big meal, and even if you eat like more of like a vegan cheat meal, like not the best foods, you still don't feel that just mm-hmm. like lethargic feeling afterwards. Mm-hmm. You still feel pretty mm-hmm. light. You still feel yeah. like full of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, I mean, it's like, it definitely makes a difference. And too, to touch on the carb thing, this is something that, you know, I like to talk about and I like to, to, to reiterate it a lot because there's this whole like negative wrap around carbs that Mm -hmm. they're evil and they make you fat and protein is king i think it was that whole keto movement yes from this yeah this is the whole keto movement but like what people miss is that every cell in our body utilizes glucose for energy glucose is digested carbohydrates i mean that's why we have such a large storage capacity for carbs as an as an adult we can store between on average about like 300 to 600 grams of carbs in just our muscles alone and then another 80 to 100 in our liver so that's like like upwards of 2,000 to almost 3,000 calories worth of carbohydrates at once before they will even start converting to fat because our bodies mm-hmm. just need those carbs. Our brains use 130 grams a day just to function. And mm-hmm. so like, I just think, and, but listen, I, I'm like, I definitely am guilty of this. I was one of those, oh, mm-hmm. I, I need to cut my carbs. I'm I've done it before too. Science. Yeah, I've done it before too, so. Yeah. And it's just like, and then once you start eating them and you just accept the fact that I need them, you just feel so, so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If carbs made you fat, I'd be a balloon because that's all <laughs> I eat. <laughs> oh, and you're not like fat whatsoever. <laughs> so yeah, there's nothing to worry about there. Now you have your own vegan swimwear brand, which you just launched, mm-hmm. Farago, the yes. label. Congrats. Yes. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So tell, so tell us a little bit more about that. I guess you, you know, you use this like vegan, like it's an actual mm-hmm. vegan apparel, like nylon or something. Yeah. So the, it took me probably like six months to find um, a manufacturer and a fabric and a manufacturer that could get the fabric and everything like that, that was completely vegan like the whole process because there's a lot of stuff in glue and there's a lot of stuff in the way it's produced that everything honestly a lot of things use animal products that you don't even think of right so I wanted to make sure so I found this company in Brazil that was PETA approved vegan there was like a very small like 15 30 people um, manufacturer so I messaged them and then I tried to look for a fabric I didn't want it to be recycled because recycled fabrics use a lot of energy and they let off like little bits of microplastics into the ocean. So I didn't want that. So I, I, yeah. yeah, So I discovered this new, it's like 
was basically just created this brand new biodegradable nylon. So it's this new kind of fabric that if it's disposed of properly in the landfill, it like biodegrades by itself in like two, three years. Wow. So it's like, yeah, and it doesn't let off microplastics. So that's the fabric I use. And then my manufacturer as well. So the fabric is vegan as well. And then awesome. my manufacturer is vegan. So the whole process and obviously like the packaging and everything that's like the paper, everything that's going to be on the bikini and like the whole shipment itself, it's going to be eco-friendly, vegan, like right. everything start to finish. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. I've never even, what's the fabric called? Um, it's called Amni Soul Echo. Amni Soul so it's, Echo. Yeah, it's it's Italian, so it's like this, like the Italians just know what's up. Like they know what's up. Yeah. I love the Italians. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Italians, I love Italian food. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh you're Italian too. Oh, I'm you're Italian, Italian too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love you too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm 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 Italian and Irish. I've got a bit of both. You know. Oh, nice. yeah. Italian yeah. foods, even vegan Italian food. Like for Christmas dinners, I bring my little vegan alternatives, and I'm just like loving life. Yeah, that's uh, well, one of my one of my favorite dishes is eggplant parm. Oh yes, yes, yes. eggplant parm, and now you vegan chicken parm. I just had on my birthday a whole vegan chicken parm. Vegan chicken yeah. parm pizza. There's this there's this local pizza place, and they have a whole vegan menu. And I got a vegan chicken parm pizza with roasted red peppers added to it and some and some um, caramelized onions. Oh my god! No, no. Yes, yes. I think, I think we're I think we're in love now because that's like that sounds like the <laughs> most ideal dish: roasted red peppers, caramelized onions, vegan chicken parm pizza. Like what? That sounds and, like heaven. And for dessert, I had. I don't even know what it was called. It was like this sunburst vegan donut. It was like 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 a I don't know what was the flavor, like like starburst, but it was like a vegan donut. It was pink. Oh it was God. blue. It was green. Oh. It was absolutely amazing. Yes. I am so hungry now. Like I cannot. I know. I'm so. I feel like my stomach is growling because we keep talking about this. <laughs> but yeah, so you're from Br- British Columbia, yes. Um, I was born and raised in Ottawa, Ontario. East okay. Coast. Yep. And then I, I moved to BC three years ago. So oh, BC. Three years. What mm-hmm. took you out to BC? Um, I think I just wanted a change of scenery. My boyfriend at the time wanted it as well, so we drove cross country. Wow. Filled up my car, drove cross. Know, it took us like six days, but I think I'm gonna move to LA in a few weeks. So. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I still have I still have yet to make it to California. Uh, unfortunately, I was out in Vegas last year, and then. Never been I, to LA. Yeah, don't get on me. Listen. California has really good vegan food. I know. They have I know. Like, like a they have like fast food vegan places like on every corner. It's like. When I was when I was in Vegas, I went to I went to this place called um, Chef Kenny's Vegan a- Asian Cuisine, and okay. I, like. It was a whole Asian restaurant. They had sushi, like fish, steak, chicken, all vegan. It like looks like the real thing. I had this steak roll. I could have sworn it was like real steak, but it was made from tofu and bamboo roots. That was like the base. I don't know how he did it, but like the the, the chef was a some like a wizard in the kitchen. Absolutely okay. amazing. I went to this other place. I think it was called Blinders. It was like basically an In-N-Out burger, but vegan. Oh my God. How have I never heard of these places? I, at Vegas. <laughs> what happens in Vegas? Yeah. It's in Vegas, right? Usually the casinos there are good. They always have like vegan stuff on the menu. Which is... and, 
that's what I yeah. love. Like, that's what I love. Like where we're at, where we're at now mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. The, like veganism is really becoming it a really mainstream is. thing. Yeah. And so like in British Columbia, for people who are up, you know, visiting you. So you live in, you said. Vancouver. In Vancouver. What are yeah. some of your favorite spots in Vancouver Ooh. that you would recommend? Okay. So there's this uh, vegan, they have, um, I think it's some vegetarian, they have some like milk and some eggs that you can add. They need to get those off the menu. I right. Personally. But it's it's my favorite place ever. It's called Heirloom, like the Heirloom, Heirloom. tomato. Mm. Heirloom. Oh, they have the best brunch. It's so good. Like everything on the menu is insane. So that, there's a vegan pizza place called Virtuous Pie that is insane. It's so good. And then there's this kind of like, comfort junk food place called meat m-e-e-t meat. and there's th- meat yeah so there's really? three locations of yeah. that and it's, it's vegan and it's like they have burgers they have poutines they have like bowls it's it's really good too wow like, vancouver vancouver's killing it with the vegan options even like our main restaurant chains all have vegan menus on them so i swear like veganism is more of a west coast thing i'm out on the east coast in connecticut um so i mean like down in new york city i'm only about like three hours from new york city it's like there's a lot of there's yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of spots and there's more yeah, there's there a is. lot more spots like popping up around here but I swear like the West Coast so you said mm-hmm. heirloom meat and what was the pizza place virtuous pie virtuous pie wow all right um I will remember that for when I visit Vancouver someday I think they think they have a virtuous pie I know they have one on the East Coast in Toronto I they I think they have one in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, okay. Never mind. Seattle. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Seattle. No, no, totally. Totally. No, that's so, that's so, yeah, it's so cool. I swear. Like, it's just, I, I personally am just absolutely in love with veganism. And I know like, you know, as we just talked about earlier, it's, it was definitely one of the best decisions of my life. I just feel, yeah. I just feel so, I, I just feel so spiritually aligned to, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the biggest part for me was just, once I went vegan, that's when, when everything just felt like my life purpose, I kind of understood it. You know, I'm still obviously yeah. growing and still figuring myself out. But ever since going vegan, I've just been really aligned with like what I want to do with my life. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. thing. Yeah. So that, that actually, I mean, that You're actually a success co- story. No. And so are you. So are you. So totally. And that actually kind of transitions to our creative segment, growth spurts and growing pains, where at the end of every show, we ask our guests, what is a recent growth spurt of theirs? So something that you are proud of an accomplishment, whether it's health work or life related, as well as a growing pain, something that you're still trying to get better with. And that's also health work or life related. So we'll start with mm-hmm. the right at the top. What is a recent growth spurt of yours? Um, I think right now I'm just really proud of everything that I've been doing with Triangle the Label because it's mainly just me doing it by myself. So I'm proud of myself for making it as sustainable as I could be and really growing the company. And I have so much stuff like already in store for it that I'm really excited for. So I think that would be definitely something that I'm like super proud of. Awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats again. And, and like, that's like, that's even a step up because plant strength, we've been looking to go into apparel, but I just like having a, a, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a lot more work. Like you could create a company that's not vegan and it would probably take you like a week and you know what I mean? You could have everything ready, but it's a lot more that it's so much more that goes into making it vegan and make you have to, you have to make sure every single aspect of it is vegan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everything. yeah. So yeah, like, you, 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot yeah. more work, but it's worth it. It's way more satisfying to know that like you're putting out something that's good for the environment that doesn't harm any being at all. You know what totally. I mean? So it's like way more feels like more zen. Exactly, you feel it's more spiritually yeah. aligned with, yeah, with like what exactly. you're doing and your purpose. Um, so like, do you have more than just uh, women? A pair, women swimwear yeah. on there? Mm-hmm. So, I have guys. Oh, you do? Okay, so yeah. so I could go on and get some. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I definitely, I definitely <laughs> will then. I definitely have to check them out. Um, so in terms of a growing pain, something that you're still trying to get better with, I know we talked a little bit kind of about what, you know, how you got better over the show, but is there anything else that you feel like you're still trying to improve upon in your life? Yeah, I feel like I'm, one main thing that I learned is you kind of have to constantly be willing to grow and like never think that you're that you're done growing because life is literally constant lessons and constant growing and changing. So I'm always down to learn more about myself, but I feel like right now, currently in my life, my thing that I would like to grow more on would be helping more of like the community and broadcasting more of my vegan message and sharing more of it on my social media. It's it's easier to kind of show my personality and stuff like that, but it's, there is a lot of criticisms that come with, you know, showing the way that you live your life and people, there's a lot of backlash because a lot of people, there's still, nowadays, everything with being vegan, there's still a lot of people that if you're not doing it properly or whatever, people like have to have, to have a lot of backlash against that. So it would just be to like share more of the way I live my life and help others live it the same way. I feel like that would be like my next step in life is like just sharing more of if that makes sense sorry yeah. i'm not i like stumbled over my words but no 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 that's so i no, i definitely understand so you just like you want to share more about your veganism yeah and like aligning more of the brands that i work with making sure all of those are vegan as well and just promoting like a healthier better for the environment lifestyle totally no totally i love it and and i mean like you said life is just a constant it's a constant uh like roller coaster of growth, <laughs> you know. Mm, yeah. I guess it's like that. Like it, for for lack of a better way to put it, it's uh, you know like who we are today is a uh, sum of all of those you know past experiences and mistakes that we've made, and we can only grow and get better from them if we treat them as opportunities, like learning opportunities, mm-hmm. and we look back exactly. and we reflect and you know and see how can we how can we grow and get better from them so yeah. i love that and and i do understand too like from the veganism perspective i feel like even though veganism is gaining so much more light and relevancy nowadays there's still a lot of confusion about mm-hmm. what it is and it's like you know now i mean because i'm fully you know like we're both fully vegan and it's almost like we don't see any other possible way of living yeah we have to recognize that 97 what is it like three percent of the world is vegan so like 97 percent of the world still doesn't know the light side <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they're um, still in the dark <laughs> still in the dark so so i mean that's that's definitely going to come that's definitely going to come with time but i love it you know i know and you know someone like yourself promoting it is going to be is going to be huge it's going to really make mm-hmm. a difference in a lot of people's lives yeah yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. So for those of the, for those of, uh, you know, our listeners right now who aren't sure how to find you on social media, where can, uh, they go? Fargo the label. Fargo the Frances- label. And Francesca Fargo. That's Francesca Fargo. So, and how you guys spell that just to be clear, it's F A R A N C E S C A. Yeah. 
F-A-R-A-G-O. Yeah, Francesca Farago, and then Farago, the label. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Frankie, for coming on the show. I like really enjoyed this time talking with you. Likewise. Thanks for having me. I love talking to you. Vegans Unite. (laughs) Vegans Unite. I love it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this show. Make sure to share it with some friends. And until the next one, I'm Bobby Lynch, and I will talk to you guys soon. And that concludes season one of Plant Strength Radio. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. And a very special thank you to all of our amazing guests. We wouldn't have been able to do this without you guys. From top to bottom, we have Kevon Harrison and Marcus Everett, the two co-founders of Plant Strength Performance, Miss Anna Rose Queen, Derek Stetler and Elisa Berbano, Jamie Logan, Tommy Meyer, Andrea Warren, Vince Gulino, Donnie Oberoi, Desmond Harris, Danny Ashe, and Francesca Farrago. Again, thank you guys so much for being a part of Plant Strength Radio and sharing your plant-based journey with the world. Veganism has made such a positive impact on my life, and I know how much of a positive impact it has made on yours and how much it is affecting positive change in the lives of so many around the world, humans and animals alike. So really, really, really from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Truly, truly, we are very thankful for all of you. And I hope you guys listening are ready for season two, which is set to launch on October 2nd of 2020. Again, that is October 2nd, 2020. Season two, episode one will be launching of Plant Strength Radio. And of course, we wouldn't have been able to do this without all of you listeners, you guys who constantly support us, Plant Strength Radio and Plant Strength Performance on a weekly basis. We love every single one of you and we truly wouldn't be what we are today without all of you guys either. So we really hope that you are looking forward to season two as much as we are. We have so many more amazing guests lined up and we cannot wait until you guys get to listen to their stories. So until then, as always, I'm your host, Bobby Lynch. And this is Plant Strength Radio. Plant Strength Radio is hosted by Bobby Lynch, produced and edited by Kiwan Harrison. Special thanks to our guest, Francesca Farago. If you would like to hear more podcasts like this, please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be streamed. To learn more about Plant Strength, the company behind this podcast, please visit www.plantstrengthperformance.com or follow us on social media at Plant Strength Performance. Plant Strength, sustainability for mind, body, soul, and the environment. Thank you for listening.